Hello and welcome to Spotlight on Asia on Radio France International. I'm Rosalyn Hyams. At the time of writing, a very adult animation film was still showing in 10 cinema halls in France. In itself, this film is about freedom of expression. It's called Terran Taboo. It went on general release in France three weeks ago in more than 50 halls countrywide after first appearing here at the Critics' Week, La Semaine de la Critique in Cannes. It went straight into another major competition in France at the Annecy Animation Festival in June. Directed by Germany-based Iranian Ali Suzande, the Persian-language film has been picked for a dozen film festivals and as well as France, it's due to go on general release in Germany on the 16th of November and in Hungary and the US early next year. The film's synopsis describes Tehran's society as schizophrenic, mixing sex, corruption and drugs in a place where they coexist with strict Islamic religious laws and patriarchal traditions. In this scene from the film, the bearded, turbaned-robed civil servant peers over his desk at a woman seeking an official permit to be able to access funds for her boy to go to school. The man tells her he doesn't need a servant, but he's not against a wife. And later we understand that he will help if she'll be his mistress. Lack of freedom for women in Iran is a major focus of the film. Actress Zora Amir Ibrahimi plays Sara, one of the three women in the film. Sara wants to work. She doesn't want children. Her husband wants to keep her at home to be the faithful daughter-in-law come servant carer, while he enjoys the pleasures of the world at large and his freedom. Ibrahimi says it was a brave gesture to make this film, even to make it outside of Iran. When I read the script, I thought that it's so good to talk about some some taboos in Iran, as as we call this film, Tehran Taboos. I can say that, yes, the sexual problems in Tehran in, in all over Iran is like a taboo and nobody can talk about it because of censors, censorships, because of traditional way of thinking and... Uh, I think it it was really brave to do a film even outside outside of Iran about these kind of problems which people in there they can't talk about it even sometimes I I think they can't even see that because they are in it and uh, sometimes you need just to close your eyes and uh, not accept those kind of problems because of being in you know traditional society and uh, having some taboos uh, point of view on this subject. But it was important for you to talk about this. The film is in Persian, is in Farsi, and it is not being shown inside Iran. But there's a big Iranian diaspora, Persian-speaking, Farsi-speaking diaspora. What kind of response have you heard so far about the film? Uh, I think it's very complicated with Iranian, even Iranian diaspora, but actually Iranian community everywhere. And uh, we had, I can say, two kind of uh, uh, reactions about uh, our film. 
Some of them are really agree with us. They think that yes, uh, this problem exists in Iran, and some of them are really against us. They now they hate us because we we are talking about some taboos, and they don't want to see that. And they say just that no, it's not right. It's not it's not the reality of uh, Iranian society today. And I think sometimes people don't think about that this film. I I think I guess started to be written six years ago, in the period of Ahmadinejad, and uh, so I, I'm sure that at that moment there was too many problems in that society. Maybe today with this new president, somehow things are changed. But but I'm sure that when, when we talk about sexual problems, they are still there. The concept consequences of being in that country and being grow up in that country is still there and uh, it's grave and uh, so sometimes it's sad to to just hear some comments uh, against us because you think that okay we talk about all these things and most of the people don't want to accept it and when you can't accept it, you can't solve the problem. You're listening to Spotlight on Asia on RFI with me, Roslyn Hyams. Animation creates distance. The particular technique that's used, rotoscopy, where live action is the template for animated drawings, brings it close enough to render both the emotions and an awkward reality. The technique can be cumbersome, but it may be one of the few ways to handle the business of tackling taboos. Zora Amir Ebrahimi said it was an interesting acting experience and professionally liberating. As the director couldn't go and make this film inside of Iran, so he was kind of forced to do this film in animation. And in this way, we had maybe a, a huge place of imaginary ambience because this is animation you you can even go farther and I think it was a good choice to do that because if we wanted to to shoot this film in some countries like Morocco or Jordan or Turkey some somewhere else you know actually the, the film like that out of Iran the, you can't believe that film because because of just the area, because you can't imagine that this is... Because Iran has a really special image, and so you can make Morocco as Iran. Iran only looks like Iran. Yeah, it has its own look. So it was a good choice, I think, and that's why the director had decided to do the film in animation way. And we just played in front of a green screen in a studio in Vienna, and we had nothing, almost. We had maybe some some really small things, but uh, not too much, and uh, it was really funny to play in, in front of that green screen without... That's uh, great for your imagination. To imagine exactly. your character. Exactly. We had some structure, for example, for having a car or driving a car. I had some structure of the car, but there was no car. Or even to just to walk, we had to stay on some, some rail and you couldn't walk. That was that thing who makes you walk, you know, in front of the image. So it was so interesting even, even for us. You were literally playing 
Yeah, it's interesting because the play was something between, you know, cinema and mime and theatre. And uh, I can't tell you it was exactly mime because we could talk. For example, I had to throw out uh, something for, for the cat and I do it in the normal way. But the director stopped me and uh, stops me and uh, he asked me to do it very slowly because they needed this act uh, for the animation, for draw on it. So many things like that. And then uh, we had some very special makeup for the man for beard. They needed to shave their uh, real beard. And the makeup artist was drawing on their face to make them with beard because it was not possible to see the real hair in uh, the picture for animation. So it was very interesting. Tehran Tabu has impressed people artistically and technically, and not least of all because of its bold approach to the subject matter, which will be delicate in many places. It has lifted a heavy curtain. No surprise, then, that Suzanne's film, Critiquing Hypocrisy in Iran, in Tehran, has also drawn criticism from those who accuse it of being too crude or too negative. Thank you for listening to Spotlight on Asia. From me, Rosalind Hyams, until next time, goodbye.